I'm here for comedic relief, generally speaking. Alright, hello everyone, and welcome to episode 5 on writing and fanfiction. Uh, I am your co-host Jake. And I'm Zoe. And today, we will be... What the fuck? What will we be talking? We'll be talking about... Uh, we're finally going to talk about fandom. We're finally going to talk about fandom. I'm excited. It's been a while, Jake. How have you been doing? It's It has been a while. I've been pretty good. I've been doing a lot of work, doing a lot of writing. That's going on. Yeah, it's been all right. It's been a busy couple days uh, yeah. with everything going on. Yeah, we are recording this, for the record, on November 7th. So, big news this morning. Yeah. But yeah, it's that's not why we've kind of taken an involuntary break from podcasting. That was the reason for that was your laptop exploded. Yeah, so um, I guess we'll open this episode by apologizing for the lateness of episode four, because after we recorded episode four several weeks ago, my laptop took an involuntary dunk. Here's a lesson to all you 20-somethings. Keep your laptops and water bottles away from your roommates, because... They spill water on them. Yeah, they're like. And while a, we didn't have to re-record episode four, I could not edit it. Your roommate did a fucking spiral DDT on a glass of water <laughs> on top of your keyboard. It was it was directed. It was pretty bad. <laughs> um, we didn't lose episode four, so we didn't have to re-record it as much as Jake might have wanted to because it is pretty disorganized, and I still think that we should put in the episode description if you're looking for an organized logical discussion of poetry, find a different podcast. Yeah. I just feel like we reiterated the same thing a lot, and it's like, what I wish I should have prepared more ahead of time. Uh, that's not. That's not. Am I just? Am I just being neurotic about it? It's just we like clearly have like no plan. And right. Go. We're just kind of flying. <laughs> and just go from poem to poem without really. It flows well, which is nice. Like yeah, we, I, I mean, I think that was sort of what we were gonna go we for anyway. Like even if we had well. structured it, yeah. it would have been like when it became relevant, we talk about the next poem. Yeah, we clearly just like bring things up as we think of them as your editing is completed i'm sure it will sound a lot better than i think it will tangent complete tangent complete and i guess we'll also open with our usual follow us on instagram at owff underscore podcast and please send your fan mail slash complaints about our irregular posting schedule to owffpod at gmail.com so bump the mic sorry rookie mistake our first topic of discussion today is is uh, fandom definitions when it comes to writing. yes so we'll start with with fandom definitions just in case any of you listening are not already embroiled in the sea of well, we'll just call it the sea of shit that is fandom that's an appropriate descriptor i think now i may be the co-host of a podcast that is known to occasionally be about fan fiction i know nothing about the culture well not nothing but i know I, i'm not as versed as you are, or maybe even as our listeners are, of, like, the culture and nomenclature of Yeah, fandom. it's very possible also that listeners are better versed in, in fandom culture than I am. I've yeah. been in fandom not too long. I think I would say probably since 2016 mm-hmm. was when I really started. I really wouldn't even consider myself as, like, part of a fandom anyway i occasionally write fanfiction for sh- for uh, shows or media that i find like particularly like creatively inspiring but outside of browsing fan art and stuff for characters that i think are really cool like i don't really engage with the broader like shipping stuff or anything like that yeah so there are many aspects of fandom 
that we'll get into in kind of separate episodes. <laughs> How topical is it that we're doing this now that, you know, as of November 7th, 2020, when uh, a mere two nights ago, <laughs> on the 5th of November, the supernatural fandom instigated a coup against Vladimir Putin. This is going to be a topic for another episode, not this episode, <laughs> but we are going to talk about the, um, the God Dust damn thing. it. You're going to talk about it. I'm going to sit here and be mad. You know everything that I know. I told you. The fact Isn't that, that amazing? I love supernatural fandom. It's that incredible. I, that I have even a cursory knowledge of like the supernatural fandom culture infuriates me. If you if this is going to be your attitude, this is going to be a difficult podcast to do with you. It, well, because I like that. That's our dynamic. Am I the straight man and you're the you're, you're the, the funny man? Whatever that duo is. Like I that, thought you you just said you were the comic relief. Well, I mean, the definitions are you know the lines are blurred. The, the definitions are these are complicated times, and you know we we, we need to strike a balance okay, between these two so things. We've gone so far off the rails already. It's, it's fine. All right, so starting with definitions, not to go too far into the lingo, because I think we'll bring up lingo as it becomes relevant, so we're not mm -hmm. dumping all this info at once. But you may have noticed in fandom, fanfiction is usually abbrevi abbreviated to just fic or fanfic. A recommendation of a fanfic you might give to someone else is it would be called a rec, R-E-C. And then your favorite ship or your favorite pairing would be referred to as your OTP or one true pairing. What was your first OTP, Zoe? Uh, that's a personal question. The first pairing I wrote fanfiction for was uh, Rebel Captain, which is uh, which you're actually no, you're 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 quite known for. You're quite prolific in that regard. I was. I haven't uh, updated my Rebel Captain work in progress in over a year now. I gotcha. So. Which brings us back to our last abbreviation, which is. WIP or work in progress. So this is an acronym you can tell originated on the internet because to say it is longer than to just say the word. Yeah. But it, to type it is much shorter. So you might see abbreviations on the internet in like fandom spaces to denote a fic that is not finished. Mm -hmm. Which I, I mean, I think that's sort of going to be the topic of discussion for our entire episode today because that's sort of like. How, how, how do you make sure that a, a whip is a whip? Like the work in progress is like steadily. <laughs> That's how I say it in my head. <laughs> how, do you, how do you, you know, keep it steadily moving forward, keep with it, you know, stay sort of motivated. The idea of the work in progress is sort of like the axis pole of that discussion. So like books, fan fiction is also often separated into chapters. Mm. And many times... Uh, authors will begin a fic and not know where it's going, how long it's going to be, how many chapters. So they will update it kind of as they think of things in mm. a work in progress. Some authors will plan how many chapters a work is going to be and, and will know when they start posting, but that is almost never the case. Yeah. Uh, because fanfiction is something, you know, people do in their free time, kind of in a desultory way. Uh, it often ends up being something you don't know you don't know where it's going when you start. You just have this feeling and you just follow it. Yeah. Like, we've talked a lot about, uh, like, the do's and don'ts of writing, the mechanics of writing, uh, how to make your writing effective. And I feel like we've sort of been talking about that in, generally speaking, kind of a literary context. Mm -hmm. But, like, you know, the way that, the good thing about that is, like, you know, you can sort of take those lessons and extrapolate sort of what's necessary to fan fiction. Because, mm -hmm. you know, with fan fiction, there's, 
sort of a lower standard, essentially. Like yeah, you, and there are no stakes. Can, like, yeah, there's no exactly. One... There's no stakes. You can just throw something up yeah. on the internet. It's completely democratized. You can just you can do whatever. And I think we talked about in maybe episode two or three, some authors outline, some authors write as they go and let stories suggest themselves to them. And that's a, a sort of writing that I feel is probably is pretty common. Like you said, it's pretty conducive to writing fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Even I do it sometimes with with work that I intend to be published. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one half of this podcast that actually writes with the intent to be published. Yeah, exactly. Look out for that shit. We'll definitely be advertising Jake's novels on the podcast. Shameless. Yes, once, okay. once they come out. Yeah. So there are a couple different things that can happen to a work in progress. So work in progress can be uh, updating or active. It can be completed, as in it's finished, there are no more chapters. Uh, it can be on hiatus, so it's not complete, but the author is no longer updating it or not updating it for now. Yeah. Or it can be abandoned, which means it's not complete and the author has decided they are never going to update it again. And this can be really frustrating as a reader when you get really into a story and then you reach the final chapter that's been posted and it's been abandoned. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh man. <laughs> I think because a lot of fanfic authors are also readers, they can really empathize this and often hold on to a lot of guilt mm-hmm. for abandoning their works in progress. And and guilt as a, as a fanfic writer is, is something that's hard to let go of, but it's a good thing to try and let go of because... As a fanfic writer, you know, writing for free and posting just what you like, mm-hmm. you don't owe anything to your readers. Yeah, it, it, like encouraging as it is to have a, a readership and a following and, and people that like your writing. And as hard as it can be f- to just write for yourself instead of, you know, looking for that audience from the outset. It's like that it, that's probably like the best the, the best lesson that, that like a, a, a dedicated fan fiction writer can learn. But I, I think what is, makes it especially hard, too, is, like, like, the internet moves at light speed, right? It can often be really hard to stay consistently passionate about a specific piece of mm-hmm. media that you've written fanfiction for mm-hmm. for several months at a time or for years at a time. So, like, you know, you, you might change passions or focuses at almost the drop of a hat. And that's because so much information is being fed to you all the time. The whole guilt of moving on or, like, abandoning a project because something mm-hmm. else strikes your fancy and that's what you want to work for um, mm-hmm. because again you you should be writing for yourself because if you're writing something that makes you passionate then other people will enjoy it mm-hmm. that can be really hard to do because it's like oh I've abandoned this thing because I just don't have the same passion for it anymore and if I finish it it'll just end up like being perfunctory and I don't want that for it so it's, it's really hard and I feel like that's a really mm-hmm. common like kind of burnout yeah I, I guess to use the example of my work in progress that has not been updated in over a year. It hasn't been updated because I did kind of change fandoms and my focus shifted. Sure. So I would refer to that work in progress, the status of that work in progress as it's not abandoned, but on hiatus, definitely. Right. I have more written for it and I've added to it like on my document in the past year, but I haven't completed you know, the next chapter. Right. And I wouldn't call it abandoned because I do plan to finish it. Like I have, I know what the arc is and I know where the story's going and I know how it's going to end, but I just don't know when I'm going to finish it. So I guess the question is just like, how do you, how do you go about circumventing that? Like, how do you go yeah, about so not, I, not getting to a point where it's like, oh, I'm going to abandon this. Yeah. Well, so I have abandoned, I do have one abandoned work in progress 
that I actually marked as so I I guess there's a an, yet another fate of organ progress because I marked this one as up for adoption, mm. which means that if you read it and you really like the universe, I have like you are free to just take that story and run with it. Oh, cool! Um, so it's kind of an excuse for abandoning. <laughs> right. Turn it loose to someone else. Yeah. That's neat. You have like derivative works of derivative works. Yeah, I don't think anyone actually picked it up, but it is quote up for adoption. Currently unadopted. Right on. It's okay. It's not very good. I think the so the reason that one is abandoned though, and I have my other one is just on hiatus, is that I planned that first one from the beginning. Right. So I wrote out not only the whole arc, but also what would be happening in each chapter. And so I knew that it was a solid story that was going somewhere yeah, and could stand on its own. That other work in progress, I had no idea where it was going. I had no idea what the arc was or the conflict was going to be. I just had this one kind of couple scenes that I wrote and I thought were really funny. And so then I just posted it. I think if I were to do things differently, I probably wouldn't have posted that. That abandoned work is from pretty early on. In my fanfiction writing. Mm -hmm. So what I do now is I don't post anything until I have it completely planned out. Right. Which means I have a lot of just scenes that are going nowhere. What I do with them is I just post them on Tumblr. Right. I don't post them on AO3 unless I know I'm going to finish them. Gotcha. That's a good idea. And I I think that that point you brought up about, you know, you have two works in progress, one of which is completely abandoned one that isn't because it's planned out it's just a great way to illustrate like the importance of outlining or like what outlining can do yeah because you know if you if you've gotten to that point where it's like eh, my my interest and passion for this is sort of starting to wane i want to move on to something else if you mm-hmm. have a plan for it then uh then if your interest renews then you can come back to if it, it renews you can come back or if your interest still lingers but it's sort of just it, it's less potent than it was mm-hmm. like you can still finish it because you don't have nothing to work with mm-hmm. yeah like trying to to come up with something out of thin air for something that your your heart isn't really in anymore is it is mm-hmm. really really hard mm-hmm. but you're sort of holding yourself accountable if you have an outline for it yeah definitely and you've sort of like done a lot of the heavy lifting, uh, the idea coming up with. Yeah, already. exactly. Yeah. So, um, Jake, what about your work in progress? What, how would you how would you describe that? Uh, the one that I'm currently working on is it's not on hiatus because it it hasn't been that long since I last updated it. I plan to update it soon, but I've been super busy with my own original work because I'm mentoring with an author. So I would call it updating. It's updating. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's the best place for a work in progress to be in. Mm-hmm. So kudos. So there you go. I do have one that is abandoned for like one an old thing that I that I wrote a few years ago. Yeah, why I, why was it abandoned? Uh, I I just sort of like I lost interest. I, I lost time to work on it because I, I had started college, and I think I it was around the time that I I had conceptualized the idea for my manuscript, and I wanted to work on that instead of fucking fan fiction for for a number of reasons uh primarily just being time and energy just sort of shifted onto other stuff so did you so your work in progress that is still updating did you plan it out beforehand how to what extent did you plan that out before i before starting it? i did outline it but i think i only 
I was really excited to write it, so I didn't want to wait. So I outlined it. I outlined a chapter and then wrote the chapter and then outlined the next chapter and then wrote that. And then I just did it chapter by chapter, which I don't think I'm going to do anymore. I, cause I, I ran into some problems with it where like, I wanted to change some things to the continuity that I had to go back and do. And like, it became a whole thing. Yeah. You know, you, you know what I'm talking about. I know. I know. Uh, for the for the listeners, I am trying to trap him. Yes, because I do know this whole story. She does. Um, <laughs> in which in which he eventually ended up deleting and rewriting chapter one. Yeah, because I I hated the beginning and I still don't care for it that much, but it is what it is. It's um, okay. It's fine. It's fine. But yeah, I I did plan it, but I I didn't plan it well. <laughs> Which I suppose is, is sort of, I suppose is appropriate. I feel like that's pretty in character for me. So did you know how many chapters it would be before? N- no, I had sort of, I, I, I had imagined around seven and it ended up, it would have been seven if I had not deleted chapter one and appended a new beginning to chapter two. And then the whole thing became six chapters. So I, I had like a, like a, a, a vague length in mind that happened to be right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was about it. Yeah. So how do you how do you feel how do you feel you are with that? Like in general, do you think you're able to uh, remain consistent on stuff like this? Like because you planned stuff from the beginning to end before you even so much as post it. Like, do you ever abandon things in the planning stages? Yes, I've definitely abandoned things in the planning stages. So have I. But I guess, are you talking about like number of chapters or? I, I guess just like in a general sense. This is hard stuff to talk about because we don't want to necessarily reveal our. Do want to dox persona. ourselves as the fucking nerds we are? Or draw unwanted attention to our fics, so to our specific fics. So here's the thing: I take probably an inordinate amount of pride in my fanfiction, just because I don't really write original work like I used to. Mm-hmm. So this is all of the writing I do. And so if I can't plan something out from beginning to end, well, I, I don't, I don't post anything that I'm not completely proud of and right. stand behind. Mm-hmm. So I don't like, like some people post and leave an author's notes that they don't like it, but they're posting it anyway. I never do that. I never post anything I don't like and would defend to myself. I think that's a good standard to hold yourself to. So this is why... I literally like cannot in my soul post something that I don't have anymore, at least that I don't have planned to the end. Like I don't know that this is, if I don't think this is going to be worth me writing, like if mm-hmm. I'm not committed to this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's, I think that's a good standard. Obviously there there's downsides to that, which is if you sort of get mired down in perfectionism, then there exists yeah. the risk of like things just not getting done at all, yeah. which, which is the case for everyone. Yeah. That's definitely a risk and has definitely kind of made me a slower poster. Yeah. Especially in the last year or so when I really started doing this. But I think it has improved the quality of my fix. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I mean, do you, who do you want your audience to be? Do you, want to, uh, do you want it to be like, you know, these fucking doughy, fucking haughty, decadent Athenians that just want instant gratification of, like, a, a fan fiction updating every two seconds, or do you want that like the, do you want, like, the sommeliers of the, of the fan fiction <laughs> world to appreciate want, your writing for what it is? I want everyone to appreciate my writing. I, I want everyone judge to appreciate my, my writing, readers too. at all. Yeah. Although, my favorite readers are the ones who are patient. Yes. 
because yeah. here's the thing about works in progress and attention your fit gets. So when you update slowly, you tend to lose more readers between yeah. chapter one and, and two. And you start getting messages of like, hey, where's that next chapter, bucko? Buckaroo. Well, I don't get messages, generally. I do sometimes. Although you do? I have, yeah. I've gotten a couple. Wow. That's rude. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're always super nice about it. They're very, it's like, I'm not trying to rush you, but it's like, I'm just so excited. And like, I, I, like, I, I appreciate that. No, I, well, I, yeah, I don't think I've ever gotten those messages. I used to, um, at my peak writing speed when probably in college, I think I updated once a week. Hmm. Just See, because but, I was writing that fast, but yeah. now I, I can't do But that. there's longer, there's, there's longer interims in between your stories themselves than there are the chapters, right? Because they're fully planned out anyway. So, like, would you say that you, uh, you update, like, you, you post new stories slower, but you, you're a pretty, you're like an average updater? I would say I'm kind of an average updater, considering some people update, you know, once every several months. Yeah. And I tend to update once every month to six weeks mm-hmm. but just because of the amount of works in progress i have that aren't posted i think okay so here's the thing i come up with ideas constantly right. and i outline i make outlines constantly and so i always have ideas in the bank and i don't think i'm that i don't think i'm that slow in posting yeah i don't stuff, i wouldn't honestly. say so either <laughs> i post a lot of i post new stuff more often than i update my works in progress usually really just because i have so many ideas yeah yeah and i toss a lot of outlines but i also keep many outlines and also what i tend to do is i tend to cobble together half outlines so that makes full stories okay gotcha like you just find a way to connect the dots like yeah these can work together yeah yeah or i write scenes and i don't know where they're going but i write them just because i have them in my head and then later i found like all these scenes could kind of probably work in the same thing and shove them all together and that's a new idea there you go What's that fucking, wasn't it like George R. R. Martin that defined like four different types of writers? There's like the gardener and like fucking builders or whatever. I don't remember what they are. I don't know. Oh, there, sorry. There's two, not four. There's fucking two. We doubled it. Or architects and gardeners. Sorry. So yeah, I actually had that right. There you go. Uh, so, what, ar- so what are they? The architects plan everything ahead of time, like an architect building a house, whereas a gardener sort of like, they just kind of fly by the seat of their pants and things tend to get out of control as a garden might and then you have all these disparate mm-hmm. ideas that you sort of have to take care of yeah well so i would definitely describe myself as an architect at least in a fan fiction writing context yeah for sure i used to be a gardener but uh i think i'm i think i'm a, I'm a little more on the architect side now mm-hmm. would you say I you prefer or do you miss the freedom do you miss the freedom? No, not really, because I honestly, I if I wasn't, you know, if we're not dealing with like a, a binary, it's like I am, yeah, as with most people, I imagine, like I'm somewhere in the middle where it's like, I, I have an outline for things, but my outlines are, are pretty broad. Like they're not, I, I they're, they're just like, you know, person goes here, this thing happens, shit goes wrong, end up here. Mm-hmm. Because I am the kind of writer that likes to sort of let the story suggest things to me as I'm going. Because I feel mm-hmm. like is that word that just happens to work for me. I think I've, I, I've said this before in, in an earlier episode, but like I wrote the entire first draft of my manuscript without an outline. Like I just kind of let it take me wherever it took me, and that and that that helped me sort of concretize like really broad strokes of what I wanted to do and like the direction mm-hmm. it, it, it tended to. So that when it came time to outline it, I, I actually did have a pretty clear idea. It was I was able to clarify it with an outline. Yeah. 
I think this concept of a an incomplete randomly updating work in progress is something that's really unique. That's especially unique to fandom and fan fiction as opposed to published writing because right. you know of course if you want to publish a story you have to finish it first yeah and and what might happen is, is uh you'll pitch a story and a publisher will agree to to publish it and if they really like it they'll sign you on for like a multiple book deal at which point it's like if you don't want to void your contract and end up in court you write those other fucking books mm-hmm. but with fan fiction you just kind of do your thing yeah so i think that makes it that grants you a lot of freedom it makes fan fiction really accessible there's no pressure to fan yeah. fiction or at least there shouldn't be yeah there can be if people are like oh where's the fucking man where's the update yeah sometimes people are assholes but at its core because of there's that lack of pressure yeah you can just you have that freedom to mm-hmm. just write what you want when you want and that's sort of the that's sort of the beauty of fan fiction man just do whatever it's we yeah. you, we talked about it in episode one but it's like that's part of why like fan fiction is such a great way to break into writing as a as a hobby or as a craft like as a as a practice or something you want to pursue like fan fiction there's no i mean there can be legalities about it it's like there's there's precedent for that like with the Anne rice stuff for example but like generally speaking fan fiction is like in a place now especially on like platforms like fan fiction or or archive of our own where it's like that's what they're for and they, they have like a, a, a carved out you know legally distinct place in on, in the landscape for that to exist freely you know like it, it's such because there's no pressure because there, there's there's no deadlines outside of any you impose on yourself you can just kind of do your thing and, and learn at your own pace and, and people get to enjoy your writing while you do that which is great it's a lot of fun yeah yeah i think one of the real advantages to posting when you don't know where something is going is that some authors will put in their author's notes i don't know where this is going if you have any ideas please comment them and Mm -hmm. then people will do that yeah and you'd be surprised it can be very actually yeah i've actually despite my plans like have included ideas that i've gotten from comments oh that's awesome yeah it's super fun and it really it can be really helpful to to at least my creative process and it lets you know what people enjoy about mm-hmm. your fic and your writing and it helps the kind of writer commenter relationship become yeah. a two-way street yeah that's really cool i hadn't even thought about that that's fun yeah i've gotten scene ideas i've gotten chapter title ideas i never i used to ch- i used to title chapters but i i'm i, I can't do it anymore <laughs> Here's the thing about chapter titles. My preference is to title my chapters all with like very clever, short, witty, and descriptive titles, which mm-hmm. as you can imagine is kind of a high bar to set for yourself. Yeah, I, I sort of went, I tried to do the same thing whenever I titled mine. But if I can't do that for chapter one, then I just usually go screw it and I don't title any chapters. Yeah, no, if you can't, because you can't have like chapter one chapter two and then like a titled one and then four so people and then do that though one. because there are no rules yeah you can if you want but it bothers me it, it bothers me too the, the only the rules in fan fiction are this are like sort of your own personal standards yeah which is also like it, it, like it's just a good learning opportunity because like if you um well i mean it can be it, it doesn't mean it necessarily will be because this is the internet but in in the publishing world what an author might do is if they're writing about a topic or like say you, you have a white author writing a black character and that character sort of brushes up against the sort of issues and trials and tribulations that black people face in real life every day 
because that author is is a white author and doesn't face those, they will ask for a sensitivity reader. And that's a reader in the editing process that is generally from the group of people that the writer is talking about or is knowledgeable on the topic that they're, they're touching on so that they can correct them and say, this is accurate, this is not, these are the mm-hmm. reasons that these things happen. So, like, fan fiction is... It can also be like you, you also have like a board of sensitivity readers that, that you're sort of pitching your thing to. Can, now, granted, can be nice, but are it, sometimes it can not be, nice. If I were to say it's like, oh, your audience is like sensitivity readers, like that's that would be very naive because the important thing is because you would have to parse the inaccuracies and the bullshit from the things that are like. Yeah, yeah. We'll be talking in a couple episodes about commenters and fanfic comments. Mm-hmm. This episode is probably going to be on the shorter side because we have so much fandom to talk about in other episodes. Yeah. But figured this would be kind of a introduction. Dipping our feet in the water. Yeah, like this is, the, like episode one is like the intro episode of like the on writing part and episode five is the intro of the and fanfiction part. Yeah. So I'm really excited to talk about all the ways in which fanfiction is a unique type of writing. Mm. Next episode, we're going to get into one of my favorite topics, which is characterization, because the unique part about writing fanfiction is that the characters and often the setting aren't your own. Mm-hmm. And so, that's... so if you want it to be good, like you got to you have to you have yeah. to be able to write the characters accurately. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to talk about characterization and comments and fucking supernatural and my immortal. <laughs> yeah, we're going to talk about. Zoe will not fucking famous get off my ass about reading gonna, My Immortal. We're going to talk about famous historical events in fandom. My Immortal is one of them, and Jake will read it for episode, I want to say, 14. How long is it? It's quite long, but I'm not going to make you read all of it, mostly because I haven't read all of it. Yeah, I've read like, first... You don't even need to read beyond like, read the, the first, first few paragraphs to know it's like, okay, this is how it's going to go. I read the first three chapters. I'm going to make you read the first two. It's going to be good. We're going to have a good sociological discussion on it, I think. I can probably stomach the first two. (laughs) We have relitigated this fucking argument so many times. Yeah, we've compromised. This is a huge compromise, guys. Because before I was like, I'm not going to fucking read that. But I wore him down. So. (laughs) You fucking slowly eroded my psyche until I'm like, yeah, I'll read my immortal. It was this, about making the right arguments and appealing to the to his appealing to his intellectual side. Th- this this podcast is less a dialectic on writing and fanfiction and more of an archive of my slowly going fucking insane and my skull slowly sloping as Zoe makes me read more and more fan. Are you calling are you calling my skull sloped Jake? No, I am a, not. I, that's a I, I take offense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you it's should because I know all this stuff that you don't know. You're somehow you're somehow twisting this to make me stupider than you. No, the, no, but, that, but, no but I'm actually, actually teaching you things. No, 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 no. What's happening is you're twisting what I'm twisting. I am merely saying, let this podcast be a record of my descent into like the fan fiction swamp where I already live. Where you already live. You're the. <laughs> <laughs> So you now you're saying I live in a swamp. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'll go with that. Oh my gosh. I mean, bog monster is like mildly less insulting than like slope skull. I thought you were going to make a drain the swamp joke for a second. I don't even really know what that means enough to be able to 
make an educated so so you're insulated enough from american politics that's probably good no i'm not insulated enough because it's already poisoned none of us are but i know like a bunch of QAnon people say it about trump and it's like that's i know enough from that <laughs> i feel i could probably infer that it's not a thing i should say QAnon. yeah do you know what QAnon? i do know what QAnon is yeah we're not gonna get into it and i'm gonna cut this whole conversation but... <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough should we call it here this is going to be a very short episode. It's a short episode. Keep that means short. this episode can come out pretty quickly after episode four. Yeah, so there you go. And then we can get on to episode six, which might be longer. Because yeah. we'll hopefully record that in the evening where I'll be more awake. <laughs> more awake and more ready to, to, to lead a discussion. Also, I have a lot more to say. Fair enough. I think I will probably have more to say, too, because characterization is mm-hmm. pretty. That's a universal writing thing. Mm-hmm. I can get in with that. Mm-hmm. I can groove with that shit. And you can't groove with works in progress. Okay. Oh well. Here's here's actually one other one other topic we can talk about on on the topic of works in progress. Before we go. Yeah. Before we go. So last topic, Jake. What's your what about your reading habits in terms of works in progress? Because some people only read fics that are complete. Like they don't like that disappointment when reading work in progress that suddenly stops updating or reading a work in progress to find that it's been abandoned. So do you read works in progress or do you wait until things are completed? to read Honestly, them? I read works in progress because I don't even really look at if it's completed or if it's in progress or not before I start reading. I'll always well, read first. For and, that. and if the writing grabs me, then I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm in. Well, some people filter for that. So they don't even see things that aren't complete. <laughs> Which I mean, I, I, I guess is fair. I mean, yeah, I think I think I definitely relate to like not wanting to feel that disappointment, mm-hmm. but I just I just will need that new content. So yeah, I definitely fair. love the sub- I definitely love the subscribe feature on Ao3 where you get you know email notifications when something updates because mm-hmm. things are often not regularly updated. So I I also read works in progress, but really only they do have to they do have to kind of grab me. Yeah in a way that maybe if it were all one chapter it wouldn't have to i get you yeah works in progress are uh they're a double-edged yeah, sword well, so to be another, sure well so that's another advantage to actually finishing a work in progress is sometimes you get all those people who've been filtering out works in progress yeah on the so website. you might actually so see like an upsurge in get, activity if you oh yeah you, you definitely i mean i'm speaking from experience i definitely see an upsurge in activity after i finish something oh there you go i get so when you're posting a work in progress, you'll often have the same couple people comment on every chapter mm-hmm. until the last one where you have all these commenters who've never commented before. People who either wait until the last chapter is posted to comment or wait until the last chapter is posted to even read it. So there you go. Um, they're, they're, another that's reason, something to look forward to. Yeah. Another reason I, I like to read works in progress is because sometimes when things are finished, they end up being so long, I don't even want to start them. Right. I usually have trouble starting that are over i want to say a hundred thousand words because i'm like oh my god that's just i so feel like you can you can probably grasp the... but if i'm like following a fic as as updating and it ends up being over a hundred thousand words then yeah like that's easier for me to mm-hmm. kind of absorb you can probably pretty easily grasp the, the ratio of like the length of a, of a fan fiction to like the amount of people that start reading it because it like goes down like the longer the fit gets and then once it's yeah. completed you see a spike yeah yeah definitely i would definitely right say that's true yeah so that's something it's to look like, forward like, to uh... that's the, that's one of the benefits of completing it like you said yeah so stick to your projects people you can do it you can yeah, see it you through can... 
You can do it. Or maybe you can't. Do you have, like, nightmares? Not literal nightmares, but do you have, like, the fear of, like, dying unexpectedly and, like, leaving your works? Yes. And, like, un- yeah, yes. Okay. <laughs> Good. I'm not alone. If I die before my work is published, I don't want my son... My sister, your theoretical be. son, by the my way. My theoretical, yeah, like I don't want like my like oh my son to carry on after me. Or, like you know how like fucking Robert Jordan died and the other schmuck is running its fucking wheel of time now. No, you throw it in the fucking garbage. It's mine. <laughs> you fucking burn it. Jason Purist. I am. It's my fucking idea. That's true. What I'm fucking good does it get me if it's published after I'm a ghost? I'm a ghost writer for my own work. Well, that's your legacy. That's uh, fuck my legacy. If I'm if I'm not alive, Jake needs to be alive to experience his legacy. That's correct. Well, because it's like fucking. I, this isn't really. This isn't quite the same. But did you ever hear that story of like Guillermo del Toro sitting down with John Carpenter? They're sitting down at dinner or whatever, and Guillermo del Toro says to him, "He's like, it sort of got panned at the time that it came out, and you know, it didn't really get the following that it deserved. But he's, you know, I'm the thing is like such an important movie for so many people, and for like the the horror genre as a whole and cinema, it's, it's just such a it's it's just such a classic now. And John Carpenter looks at him, he's like, "Well, what fucking good does that do me? Like, he's John Carpenter is the most jaded fucking butthurt director out there, and I love him for it. And that's how I am about my writing." You know, if I if it comes out and it's and it's it's one of those things where it's like it's a cult classic or it's like a not a sleeper hit because the sleeper hits like successful but people don't hear about it in like a main like mainstream. I've had those thick wise. Yeah, the real reason the real reason that isn't like like a bit is like I I'm writing it because I I I simply must just as like a a creative output I have mm-hmm. to do it I have to, but mm-hmm. that's my project. That's that's for me. And you get to pick you up where I left no off. No one else will be able to truly. No one else will truly be able to do your idea, Jeff. Don't fucking it's, know. It's pers- because it's personal. It's like not that. for you. I hate thinking about it. I hate it. I maybe trust my sister to be able to because she's a good writer. If I croak before it, it's fucking finished, she could do the rest. I maybe trust her, but mm. I also don't leave notes of like this is the way that it's, like these are all the. the yeah, well, so if someone else ends up finishing your story, is it really, how much is it yours anymore? How much is it mine? And it's like, Well, I so can't... here's the thing. Here's the thing. I was, when I started this conversation, I think about this mostly in terms of fan fiction because I don't have really, right like, an incomplete novel that I'm working on. But I do have lots of incomplete fics, and mm-hmm. I do wonder, like, I wouldn't want to impose the finishing of them on anyone else, I guess, is what I think. But right. I, Sometimes I think about wouldn't it be nice if someone else had access to, you know, all my summaries because I do outline every chapter. Mm-hmm. And if I died unexpectedly, they could post the outlines of yeah. my chapters. Well, because so that like, my readers would know where it was going. Because you don't want to put that pressure on someone, right? It's like you want it to yeah. be their decision. It's like, but it's like if you leave them like a book and a will, it's like, I don't want that pressure on someone. <laughs> That's too much. Yeah. yeah. Especially some of my more complicated yeah. fix. Yeah. <laughs> So if I die, I don't touch my stuff. Jake's gonna be here. buried with his I'm like a pharaoh. progress novel. Like a pharaoh, I'm gonna go. I want you to dump <laughs> all my shit in my grave with me. I'd 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 go to that funeral. <laughs> Bury me with my doom helmet, my Geralt statue, and my doom lunchbox, and all this shit. Just You're dump it in a hole in my corpse. You're such a nerd. You're fine. Good. I'll carry that burden if it means people don't touch my shit. It's for me. It's for for corpse me. See now, this is repetitive. See, and that's and that's where you kill the bit, like that. 
Believe me, there is nothing I know better than dragging a joke out longer than it needs to. And because yeah. of that knowledge, I know when to end it. Just like yeah. this podcast. Thank you, everyone, <laughs> for joining us for today's episode. We got segue, huh? Yeah. Ramblecast, um, indeed. Ramblecast. Episode 5 of the Ramblecast is coming to a close. As always, you want to check out our Instagram at at O-W-F-F underscore podcast. Alf podcast. That is being run by our lovely social media manager, Kira. I think we're calling her a creative director now. Creative director. You see, that's a title. That is a title more befitting. Yeah. Kira and all the hard work she does. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for checking us out. Uh, this podcast yep. is produced and edited by us ourselves and we. Yes, so edited specifically. Edited by specifically me. by Zoe. That's her. On a newly repaired laptop. On a newly on a newly undecimated laptop. Yeah. Um, and please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. On whatever reviews, platform of choice. The reviews this week should be making fun of both of us for being massive nerds and for living in the swamps of fandom. That yeah, you it's swamp monsters. Next week, I will be piloting a new segment. Next week. We said next week in episode four, and it did not end. It, it's, it's fine. Uh, next, these are hypothetical metaphor weeks. Next week, uh, I'll be piloting a new segment called literary classics but replace the author's name with a member of the Wu-Tang Clan I propose uh, I propose War and Peace by Big Baby Jesus so please send your submissions to uh, owffpod at gmail.com and we'll uh, read them we'll read them live Okay. <laughs> I have no idea where that came from. <laughs> Sorry, I was just was improv. I'm All not right. a good improver, Jake. I don't do well with improv. It's fine. I don't it was, know if you can tell. It was it was just strictly meant to be to just to just be fucking stupid. Why? I don't know, it's fun. I still think War and Peace by Big Baby Jesus is the funniest. Why is that funny? I don't know. This is Gen Z humor I officially don't get. Gen Z the Wu Tank's not Gen Z. No, but this this kind of like humor that doesn't, I don't. It's just funny. All, it's you just are it's, Gen, you are Gen Z. It's don't just funny. It's fucking you take. It's not. It's is it though? I it, I, I think it is. Take fucking it's a little. It's take fucking on writing by, <laughs> by Method Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, that one got you. Oh my gosh. <laughs>